Hey everyone, thank you for tuning into our podcast. Um, this is a special episode. We're calling it the Rock and Roll Rewind, and we're going to talk about some crazy conspiracy theory stuff. Um, so please, if you enjoy it, subscribe to our podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to. And if you can, lend us a five-star review on iTunes or the Apple Podcasting app. Cheers, everybody. What's up, Emily? We back Hi. out here again in St. Helena, California. It's beautiful, now, beautiful, cold. Cats are trying to get out. Always as on the usual. wrong side of the door. Always. Um, so tonight we're doing something completely different. We're doing something special. We're doing something. We're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be a crash for course. Completely different. Yes. Yeah. More things that are completely different that happened <laughs> in my life today. Oh. I found my first ever gray hair. In my beard. Oh. And I just wanted to drive yeah. really fast into a wall somewhere. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're old. It's okay. Getting there. It's all Getting right. up there. It's all right. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've had yeah, I've I've had these crow's feet under my eyes since I was about twenty four. I think so. the crow's feet are to the sides of your eyes. You're to the sides of your eyes. <laughs> and the, <laughs> these are the bags. These are bags. Okay, sorry. I yeah. have both. I have both as well. Bags I have are a, the worst. I have a murder of crow's feet. Make on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup isn't helping. It's fine. I'm looking yeah. forward to just get a facelift. You'll be old fine. and settled. I don't care. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. So today we decided to do something a little bit different because it's not because we don't have artists to do. We d- we have a lot that we need to do, but we kind of wanted to have a couple different things that we do on this podcast, and we Correct. realized that we like to talk about historical. Um, events in musical in music history as yep. well as like just weird phenomenons and uh, so yeah. we decided to kind of do like a little storytelling type episode where we each right. tell a story of um, a historical event in music yeah. so um, I think we had a few in mind like I wanted to kind of do uh, the rise and fall of Nirvana at one point like how they ended 80s metal right and how maybe he didn't kill himself like that whole thing right and uh oh the i yeah the courtney love thing you know there's like, a documentary on it actually yeah there's that a is few pretty i don't think courtney love killed him i think she was too fucked up on drugs to plan something that well i don't know man. but i do think his death is a little i'm the most gullible far, guy on the planet I'm, though i'm so. pretty gullible too like i said to tom the other day i was we were talking about the moon landing. I definitely think we landed on the moon for the record. Yeah, don't pull a Steph Curry on I this podcast. I definitely think we did. <laughs> I don't fully believe the footage that we have. Our brother's turning this shit off right now. He's like, click. He's like, you crazy bitch. No, I've, said I think, this on the, I've said this on the podcast yeah, well, before. I, know I think the video is a little suspect. But I know otherwise, for a fact no. that the Russians manufactured videos. Like They had the video of their... The first guy that orbited the planet, or whatever, like God. there was like quote footage of him like orbiting the planet. It's like and no, like, dude, that's not. So they just like showed it beforehand and then claimed it was something different, you know. And I think I just it's, have trouble believing that like in that lit- like climate, literal like 
physical climate of yeah. the moon where everything's like pressurized yeah. and stuff like i just don't see video cameras working that well yeah. i i just i don't think we had the technology back then to film it if we did it that's, we had the that's technology my only to point land, to land on the moon but I, not to film I it i don't know man it's all <laughs> and tom's like well the government's always like way ahead technology wise and i'm like true but so true i don't know i'm a little i'm a little suspect of that video which is a little ridiculous hollywood soundstage looking to me the one conspiracy theory that i'm like all in on is well two actually one you is have so many what are you yeah. <laughs> there's so many that you're into one is the jfk assassination oh, i think I can, something was up with that for sure i definitely think so and robert's robert yeah Kennedy robert is kennedy is even sketch, more sketch armstrong as well and uh yeah the next one is mlk assassination i think oh, yeah. it's sketchy as hell yeah, Malcolm so X, all, all those, those guys. all those assassinations. I mean, we we already talked about the Hendrix death, where I was like, I don't know, just look into it. Like I was doing that thing <laughs> the whole Google time. It. Just look into it. I don't well, know. Well, so we yeah, we should probably say we've been looking at different themes we can kind of uh, talk about, and uh, we uh, we both came up with a similar sort of idea of what we wanted to talk about in this first one, and then I think we should kind of theme ours a little bit. Okay. So today so, would be the conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, today is like theme. a conspiracy theory theme, and it's a lot of it. Let's say right off the bat, a yeah. lot of it not based on any fact like, at all. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> let's just preface this by saying like we don't necessarily we're reporting on this. We are like for we're fun. Yeah. Going to tell you about some conspiracy theories yeah. having to do with rock and roll that are pretty silly and ridiculous. Do we believe them? No. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe mine even a little bit. I think it's oh, it's man. interesting and I think it's fun to see like a crowd phenomenon of like all these people following this thing. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely, uh, yeah, there's definitely, you know, just to, just to be clear off the bat, we're, this is not going to be a factual uh, storytelling in this yeah. episode. Well, it's factual. I think we will be factual in our future yeah, episodes. It's factual in, in regard to this what is actually thought. what people think. Yes. Like, this is and here's not, why they think Yeah, that. and like we didn't right. like fact check what they're saying, if it's true. I fact checked a few things on mine. But um, I didn't like look up every little bit of detail. I'm, I'm kind of just talking about what the claims are. Mine's really ridiculous, and I yours is also. Oh, it's really less ridiculous, ridiculous though. <laughs> <laughs> yours is also ridiculous, but yours has a little more. So I'm gonna get like let you go second because mine is a little uh, maybe shorter. I it's it's all it's all ridiculous. Um, so the so yes, what we're gonna do yeah what we're gonna do today is we're gonna do basically the the short short and skinny of it is paul is dead and elvis isn't <laughs> paul is dead elvis is alive and yeah here's all the so, crazy people yeah, emily, that made websites dedicated to <laughs> so emily's doing elvis i i want to do yeah i want to do elvis is alive because i think it's really fucking funny and i actually came over uh there's so i'm gonna go through like how he died and then like basically the theories and then the quote-unquote proof that they're putting forth as to why he didn't die I'm and so then ready. also the my favorite part the sightings <laughs> so <laughs> the sightings are great but i a few months ago i actually came across one of the quote-unquote sightings um that had resurfaced and i was just like this is bat shit and i watched the video and it's like supposed to be elvis and i was like this is so insane and i actually dug into it a little bit um but today i went fully into you got fully immersed elvis is alive in all conspiracy right so land. okay official records show that elvis presley had a heart attack and on the passed, toilet right passed away yeah. yes in his bathroom on august 16th 1977 but and i read this and everybody thought they were clever <laughs> saying this 
on the websites. Has Elvis really left the building? Oh, in, oh shit. <laughs> it's in so many. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Come up with, come on, come up with a better. Anyway, so a lot of the websites like opened with that. So I thought I'd open with that. Um, and by the way, I I looked up that phrase, why, why we say that. Yeah. And it's because there was a concert that he did that was really big. And uh, he performed and then he got off stage and everybody thought he was going to do an encore. So oh, the yeah. crowd went like riot insane until an announcer went, Elvis has left the building. He's gone. He's not doing an encore. He's gotten in his car. He's left. Elvis has left. He said it like a bunch of times until the audience like calmed down and left. So anyway, and then they started to say it at the end of all his concerts. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so um, I, I was kind of reading his timeline today and kind of trying to figure out where to start because um, I wanted to talk about how he died first. And basically, we all know that sexy, gorgeous Elvis kind <laughs> of declined in, in the 70s into this Emily, big sort of, is beautiful, and how dare you I'm, I'm body, not shame body shame Elvis him at all. Presley. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know, he did his 1968 comeback what do special, you mean, and he looked just, just, anyway, like a snack, as the kids would say. But yeah, <laughs> in the I 70s, think. he starts to decline, right? And there's a couple reasons behind that. The biggest reason that you start to see is, or that, that people are saying is because his marriage fell apart so he was married once one time only and it and it failed and it was uh priscilla presley and it's the mom of lisa marie and um in the like early 70s their marriage started falling apart he had an affair of course um with somebody multiple affairs oh i think so too in 1971 he had an affair that ended with a pregnancy have you have you seen that video of him where someone was filming him in the car in like the back of a car and he didn't realize they're filming him and he's just talking about like groupies and stuff oh that's and then and then he's like oh are you filming this and then he acts all like awkward like oh shit that's that's such (laughs) a bummer and um I uh, but anyway, so one one of these affairs led to a pregnancy and then eventually an abortion, and I think his wife was just kind of fucking fed up after that. Um, and then actually, so so that happened in seventy one, and then uh, and he was telling this chick too, he's like, I'll just you can just move into Graceland and I'll leave Priscilla, and none of that was true. Anyway, and then uh, they finally get like a Hopeless real divorce. Romantic, yeah, was. they finally get a real divorce, separated in seventy two after Priscilla discloses that she had an affair oh, with Mike shit. Stone, who is her karate instructor and was Mike recommended Stone. to her by Elvis, well, Elvis, who also had a karate yeah, instructor. Yeah, well, have Mike you seen Stone. his karate videos? They're fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's like, ha, ha, ha. He's like doing all yeah, the karate chops and the and, stances and, and stuff. Um, so anyway, um, so that was a real blow as his marriage falling apart. And then interesting about Mike Stone. So like, so like the year karate after Mike Stone. the year karate Mike Stone. So the year after Priscilla's like, I had an affair. This, this marriage, you had a million affairs. This, this marriage is over. Um, Elvis was in Hawaii filming Aloha from Hawaii TV special. It's like a live concert. And one of the, at one of the midnight showings, concert. four men rush the stage and physically attack Elvis. Right. What? Yeah, this is uh, at the Aloha from Hawaii, right after his marriage falls apart. They beat his uh, ass on stage. So he, so yeah, um, he, Elvis himself actually like throws throws one guy off. Oh shit. And then the security (laughs) guards, yeah, he was like fucking. He was a big dude. Yeah. He was a big dude. Yeah. And he knew karate. Especially at at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so, and then the security guards grab these dudes and Elvis is like inconsolable, like, like crazy, like, like, like. Uh, Mike Stone sent men to kill me. Oh, yeah. He's like convinced. He's like Mike Stone. But these sent dorks men to kill just me. get thrown and off the like, stage. He's you like, think in, do they turn Mike? out to just be like some drunk ass dudes, be, right? Do better, Mike Stone. So, um, so and then uh, he was so he like rage said, 
uh, to his bodyguards, there's too much pain in me. Stone needs to die. Whoa. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he was physically unable to calm down. They had to medicate him. And then after another two days of him raging about how Mike Stone was trying to kill him, his uh, his friend and bodyguard, Red West, this is a real person. Great name. Red West uh, felt compelled to get a price for a contract killing. No. This and is... was relieved when Presley decided, and I quote, Oh, hell, let's just leave it for now. Maybe it's a bit heavy. <laughs> is this real or is this, this is, a conspiracy this is bullshit? This Wikipedia, man. This I don't know. This is Wikipedia. Okay. Um, health decla- okay, so he, so he's, in 73, he overdosed on barbiturates twice, which resulted in three-day comas, right? So oh, he's fuck. he's already getting fucked up on yeah, barbiturates. pills. Yeah, and then, uh, and then he was uh, hospitalized for epithidine addiction, which is Demerol. It's a pain med. And then uh, in 1974, even though he's fucked up all the time, he takes on this like insane touring schedule. He's like, I'm going to get back out there. And so he like takes on this insane schedule. And um, and they were like, everybody in his band was just like, he was like unintelligible on stage. Like you can understand him when he was singing. Like Damn. he was like leaning on the microphone. Like he was in bad fucking shape. They'd catch him sometimes like passed out in his dressing room. Just Rough passed out. Elvis. And they were just like, what the fuck, dude? So... Anyway, um, and then uh, let's see. So in 1976, his dad, Elvis's dad, um, fires all of uh, Elvis's bodyguards, um, known as the Memphis Mafia. So he fires Red West. He fires Sonny West, David Helbert. So he fires all of them due to, quote unquote, he's trying to cut back expenses. But everybody says it's because they were going to out how fucked up on drugs Elvis was. Anyway, um, on August 16th, 1977, um, Presley was supposed to fly to Memphis to begin another tour, and his girlfriend at the time, Ginger, discovers him unresponsive on the bathroom floor. Yeah, she's like the... So he wasn't technically on the toilet. He was on the floor. No, he passed out forward. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, And they said he, yeah, suffered from, like chronic constipation and that could have led well, that's to what a pain pills do arrest. like n- not that i've know from personal experience but i know that like yeah pain pills can cause you to be constipated and that's why they give you more pills and that to help the constipation could, yeah, yeah could could have caused to cardiac arrest constipation used to fucking kill people back in like the dark ages Isn't and shit crazy? yeah it used to actually fucking kill scary people. yeah um so he's 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 done she uh does. she calls people in and they can't revive him and he's pronounced dead at uh 3 30 p.m on that day at the hospital um, so thousands of people gathered outside Graceland to view. He had an open casket, right? Oh. Um, and this is shitty. Always uh, creepy. One of Presley's cousins, Billy Mann, accepted 18 grand to secretly photograph the corpse in the casket. So all those all those photos of him in the casket, are for, his cousin t- like took those and gave, sold them to the press, basically, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. 18 grand. Anyway, though, huh? oh, this is also like a little <laughs> footnote in in the Wikipedia page about his about his uh, funeral um, that was held at Graceland, and it said outside the gates during the funeral, a car plowed into a group of fans, killing two women. It's like what? Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. It was, and, and they don't explain whether it was like such a riotous thing that was like. It, wait, question: Was it Jerry Lee Lewis? <laughs> he's like is he really dead i have to find out for myself um also there was an attempt to steal his body um, oh my so he God. was reburied yeah there was a lot of oh, bullshit shit. um that's so, so fucking dark so they yeah it's really dark um but he's hey, fucking huge they didn't find his body though am i right 
They didn't steal Well, they it. had his body in the in the casket for the open viewing for Paper this big mache. public. F- okay, so well, there's theories about this. Um, we'll get into it. Um, and then, so the Memphis medical examiner, uh, Jerry Francisco, announced that the immediate cause of death was cardiac arrest. Um, and if drugs were involved, he said they drugs played no role. And then there's another guy um, a few months later uh, that does another autopsy or whatever and says there were 14 drugs in his system, 10 of significant quality. And 14 then quantity, different drugs. Sorry. And then, yeah, another doctor later said he also had an enlarged heart. So basically there's different... because uh, he cared so much. <laughs> <laughs> there's different, uh, there's different like, reports of how he actually physically died. So people are just going to run with that, right? They're like, yeah. well, this guy said it wasn't drugs and this guy said it was drugs. So that uh, that means he's alive, right? It has so, to. <laughs> so anyway, um, so here, here are the theories. Okay. So the first and most prominent theory and one of the weirdest is that uh, he faked his own death to go into hiding and escape the mafia. There's this crazy- And Mike Stone. Crazy and Mike Stone, <laughs> who's still coming for him, right? He was really paranoid at the end. It sounds like so. This crazy lady, yeah. Gail Brewer Giorgio, <laughs> who's in her eight seventies or eighties now, she wrote a book in nineteen eighty eight called Elvis Alive. That's it. Oh, sorry, is Elvis alive? <laughs> Elvis alive. I was like, mm. I was like, wow, that's a terrible title. Um. Anyway, basically, no punctuation. Basically, she's like, she claims that she like scoured FBI documents and could prove that he was like in the witness protection program because he was helping the FBI take down um, a criminal organization called the Fraternity with his karate, right? And then I'm like, why would they enlist Elvis to help them take down this fraternity? And so Elvis had to fake his own death and when he was found to be a, a mole. Um, and then this crazy Gale lady uh, has a quote. Elvis faked his death because he was going to be killed and there was no doubt about it. Do I know if Elvis is alive today? No, I don't know. But I know he didn't die on August 16th. So wow. She's adamant about that, right? Adamant. All right. So another theory is that he faked his death to get out of the public eye. That's kind of boring. That's like the but... Jim Morrison theory, too. Well, and like, I, that's hurtful. And the Tupac theory. It's a hurtful and like, theory to yeah. all, the, all his family because it's just like, well, yeah. that's fucked up. Um, and then there's another theory that I could only find like one sentence on on a website, but it was really fucked up and disrespectful. Uh, so Elvis had a twin brother when he uh, was born that passed away. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, So a lot of people believe that they were both born and oh. just lived secretly oh. as two people. And then Jesse died and Elvis is still alive. How crazy is that? That is crazy. That is fucking crazy. And I was like, didn't even look into that at all because I'm like, that is just reaching. There was a uh, there was a pretty crazy uh, Twilight Zone episode. It might have been Outer Limits, one or the other, but it was one of the m- more modern ones, like that they that they redid. I think in the 90s. Okay. And um, it was about this guy who's an Elvis impersonator, and he travels back in time somehow like they often do in the twilight zone and he runs into real elvis who's just like doesn't have it going on he's not dancing he's not doing the rock and roll and he's like hey man you gotta do this you got you're elvis this is what you do this is what you do and elvis is like i don't i don't want to do that because he's like a christian and all this kind of stuff he's like i don't want to do that at all and they ended up getting in a huge fight and impersonator elvis accidentally kills real elvis oh and then he has so to then he up. becomes 
Elvis. Creepy. And then, yeah, and then he like. They get in a fight to the death. Wow. Apparently, I mean, I think it was <laughs> escalated accidental. so quickly. But how, I mean, if you're going to kill someone, at, at, if they look exactly like you, that's probably. And you don't exist because wow. he traveled back in time. That's probably the best case scenario for that guy, right? He's like, I'll just be him now. I'll just be the real deal. I wonder how many times that's happened in real life where someone just like took someone out and then pretended to be them. Like it had to have happened back before Isn't there that was the like plot of the talented Mr. Ripley. Am I wrong? I might be wrong. It's Maybe. been a long time. It's too possible. Long. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Happens all the time. Yeah. Um, so and then there's the quote unquote uh proof that people are coming up yes, with. The, the the proof of why he did not die. So first of all, there's the you know, there's the different medical examiners who had different opinions of how he died which happens a lot when people die especially if they're in the public eye and the family doesn't want people to know that they have hella drugs in their system yeah so anyway um so some people claim that the casket at that open casket funeral uh looked nothing like him which honestly if you've ever been to a uh, viewing they don't look like the person i'm gonna gonna have to look at him they don't look like the person they look they because they have uh, what's it called? Um, that stuff that keeps their... the chemicals in yeah, their body. Yeah, yeah. They're like their faces look weird. They're covered in makeup. So yeah, honestly, they don't really look like themselves. So people just being like, it didn't look like him. That doesn't really do oh, much. Um, but so people dark. believe that honestly, it doesn't look a whole lot like him from what I'm seeing here. But um, so people kind of looks a little Trumpy in this picture. Actually, so people think he. People think that that picture that his shitty cousin took for money. Yeah, is him. Uh, is a wax figure. Oh shit. People think it's a wax figure. And the reasoning behind it is because on the, or that they say is because on the day of the big, huge Graceland funeral where he was there in the casket, it was August. It was hot. Um, and, uh, it looked like he was sweating, which is impossible for a dead body, but a wax figure will, will bead in the sun. So people were like, which it's ridiculous, but people were like, that's wax. Okay. So there's that. I'm all in. Tell um, me more. Also, so this is the only thing I read in my whole research today that I was like, oh, okay, that's a little weird. It's the only thing I read, but it's also really hard to prove. Okay. Um, so people say that uh, a huge clue pointing to him is that a black helicopter landed at Graceland hours before his body was found. So theorists are adamant that the star was picked up and flown to Bermuda, and there's no other, you know. There's no evidence that there, like, there's actually no, well, was a no black helicopter. There's no evidence that there was, except a bunch of, like, these articles say, like, cite it. They're like, oh, this helicopter landed, and nobody knows why. And it was, like, hours before he was pronounced dead. Interesting. So was it a, was it a bait and switch kind of thing? Um, but I can't really find a lot of proof on that. Yeah. Um, there's not a video of it. Uh, yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> it's not 2019 where he would have like security cameras everywhere. Um, and then also uh, his tombstone was a uh, site of controversy because his uh, his middle name is Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. Uh, but a lot of people are claiming A-A-Ron? that it was... A-A-Ron? <laughs> A-A-Ron. <laughs> That's my favorite nickname for anybody named Aaron. Um, so apparently... He spelled. He was supposed to spell it A R O N, or he started spelling it that way later in life to kind of uh, because his twin brother that passed away was Jesse Garin G A R O N Presley. Um, so Elvis changed his spelling of his <clears throat> middle name later, but then on the on the casket it was A A Ron. Um, but that's <laughs> that's pretty far fetched. Um, and then and then there was a uh, photograph 
that came out a few months later in December 31st, 1977. It was rumored that a photo taken by Mike Joseph, who was visiting Graceland with his family and took some like random snapshots of the property. So he got a photo that looked like Elvis chilling in uh, his pool house. I looked at the photo. Definitely not Elvis. <laughs> it is a dude sitting in the pool house with kind of like 70s hair, like yeah. every dude had. But like, and it's like a picture through a screen door. It, What's that guy's name? Mike Aaron? Mike Joseph Mike took the Joseph? photo. You could just say probably like Elvis pool, pool house photo and All it'll right. come up. Um, and uh, in an interview with Larry King, Joe Esposito then declared that the person in the photo was uh, Al Strada, like a friend of theirs. Um, but people weren't convinced. Um, and then there's a, cre- there's a creepy one. This is also a little... Oh, creepy. yeah. That's for sure Elvis in the pool house. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not um and then is he wearing goggles what is he it, it doesn't even look on? like a person it's such a bad it's one it's like a sasquatch photo you're like what am i looking at um so <laughs> a sasquatch emily and then the last uh point of besides the sightings the last uh proof that people point to is uh it's actually a little creepy i watched this video uh so there's a 2005 interview with oprah um where Presley's wife or ex-wife Priscilla and then Lisa Marie are, are being interviewed by Oprah about, you know, Lisa's upbringing and stuff. And they're talking about, um, they're talking about how the media thinks that Lisa Marie is like super, like insanely spoiled. Um, and then they, they go to, they go, they like flash to, they're talking. And as they're talking, they flash to like a photo of Elvis. Um, and Priscilla's talking and you see her turn to the right and she says, well, it's exactly what he said the other day. I mean, and then she turns back and then she corrects herself. It's exactly what you said the other day to Lisa, I think. Um, but she's, she almost looks off camera when she says he the other day. And then she says like, oh, and then she turns back. It's just kind of a weird little mix up. Yeah. But it sounds like she's talking about Elvis like he was like said this that. the other day. It's, it's, it's a little weird, but it also to me like her head is turned when she says it. So it also could be audibly changed too. Yeah. it's a little it's a little one of those things where you're like you know this mm. anyway um so so there's that and then now we're getting into the sightings which is my favorite part because they're ridiculous um so the earliest known quote-unquote sighting was at the memphis international airport where a man resembling presley yeah he's just flying coach because gave the he's... name john burroughs to fly to uh, i think it was south america um, which was the same name Presley used when booking hotels, John Burroughs. Mm. Scary, right? He's definitely alive. Okay. Oh, wow. um, a similar, <laughs> a similar. I'm thoroughly convinced. There he's was also alive. a. There's a photo of Muhammad Ali and Jesse Jackson in 1984, and in the background, it looks like Elvis is right there, and Ali was friends with Elvis, right? So everyone's yeah. like, "Fucking, it's Elvis!" It is 1984. People are like, it's Elvis. Um, and it's a black and white photo. I, I saw it. It, does, it, again, doesn't look anything like Elvis to me. Um, and then uh, Larry Cobb, K-O-L-B, Cobb, Cobb, came forward and was like, that's me in the photo. And like put it in color and was like, that's me. And everyone's like, no, man, that's Elvis. So there's... <laughs> You're a dead Elvis shill. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. Um, anyway, oh, oh, and when somebody asked Muhammad Ali uh, about the photo and said, who's that in the background? He said, oh, that's... What did he say? He said, oh, that's my friend Elvis. But people are like, well, he didn't know when that photo was taken, or I don't know. Like yeah. they're they're just trying to. But also, anyway. Muhammad Ali is just like a prankster. Like j- he would, I mean, he was just so witty and quick. Like he would probably just say, "Oh, think in his head. Exactly. Oh, that looks like Elvis. Oh, it's my friend Elvis." You know, he's exactly. that kind. He's that kind of guy who would do that. And so then, uh, my favorite uh, sighting, which is 
absolutely insanity. Love it. And it's the one that I read about recently. It was like, what? Huh? Is uh, that Elvis makes an appearance in the 1990 film Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about this? No. <laughs> Okay. Um, he's so literally a, on the set of Home Alone. There's is what a scene saying. where he, apparently he's standing behind the main actress, um, Catherine O'Hara, for like for like five minutes during the scene. It's where she's like yelling at the. It's not TSA. It's the. Uh, it's the guy at the airport who she can't get her a ticket or whatever, and she's like yeah. yelling at him and losing her mind. And there's a dude standing behind her, super like. Elvis-y? I mean, I guess it's 1990, but it's a super 70s looking dude. He's got the big full like mutton, mutton chops, chops and. Yeah. And uh, and he looks, he does look kind of like Elvis. I'll give it to, I'll give it to them. He does look kind of look like Elvis, um, and he also looks about the age that Elvis would be. But he's just fucking standing behind, <laughs> like as an extra, basically. Why um, would Elvis be an extra in a? <laughs> it home doesn't alone? make any fucking sense. Um, and then the director responded to that, Chris Columbus. He said, "If Elvis was on the set, I think I'd know about it." Um, <laughs> so, uh, honestly. It yeah, it's a guy that looks a lot like Elvis, but it's it's not nice. it's not him. It he, he, he does look like him. I'll, I'll give him that. Well, I think it's Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that he is a fan of Macaulay Culkin and He's just like, wanted a I'm first just row sneak into this film. <laughs> first row seats of Macaulay. And they're not going to be like, hey. Creepy dude, can you not be in the shot? Do you um, have to look exactly he's definitely like a Elvis? Pay- he's so in the shot that he's definitely a paid extra. Like he's yeah. definitely a paid like placed extra. Um, and then on his this is. These are the real more far-fetched one. On his 82nd birthday, a white-bearded dude, that's how I'm describing him, who looks nothing like Elvis, uh, was spotted at Graceland on what would have been his 82nd birthday. So somebody took a picture of him and was like, this is definitely Elvis (laughs) visiting his And it's like, there's nothing else. Well, he lives upstairs at Graceland. And, well, oh, well, also, so people think that uh, in 2016, uh, Graceland security video went viral because there's this old dude that works. He's just the groundskeeper. And he, like, passed one of the cameras and he gave the peace sign or something like that. And people people think that that's Elvis. (laughs) And it went viral. They're like, Elvis works at Graceland. It's like... Why would he work there? <laughs> like, of all the <laughs> why would he be like? And now I'm gonna be the janitor at Graceland. That's what they used to say. Like when we went to Graceland to visit it, they're like, "You can't go upstairs because Elvis lives up there." No, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I I went to yeah. the Graceland and I I um I don't remember them saying that. And but of that's course, super twenty year old me was like, "Really?" And you're like, "Is he? Can we go? <laughs> Can up we there? go up there for real?" Um, and then a lot of people thought that he lived in that he retired to Kalamazoo, Michigan, because in 1988, a woman claimed she saw him standing in line at a supermarket wearing a white jumpsuit what and then later her daughter saw him at burger king which happened to be his favorite fast food chain i think this lady was straight up on acid yeah i saw elvis like if elvis is in, in hiding, a white why is he jumpsuit? gonna wear his like las vegas white I'm like it's so... jumpsuit and some of the conspiracy theories too i forgot about this but i'm just remembering um Love they it, were though. like they were like right before he quote unquote died in August of seventy seven. Like a month before that, he stopped buying jumpsuits and he bought like a lot. But like a month before, he stopped buying them, and they were like, "It's because he knew he was he was leaving." Oh, that makes sense. And he did say some weird shit on stage in his last tour, where he was just like, "I don't look good now, but I'll look good in my coffin" or some creepy shit. Um. Anyway, and apparently he did because <laughs> he was a wax. And then uh, he's also been seen uh, working the checkout at a California grocery store and as a New York City policeman. That's insulting to me. Um. So there's so the aftermath is how I'm gonna end this. Uh, there's a website called ElvisIsAlive.com. I don't recommend going to <laughs> it. Is bat shit. Um. And then uh, there was actually an Elvis is Alive museum in Missouri, oh. only in Missouri. 
uh, between 1990 and 2007, which attracted thousands of visitors. I don't know what they fucking had on display, but I'd love to know. Uh, Maybe it's his fake now. wax body. You don't know. <laughs> They're in the casket. Um, and then when... Uh, and do you remember... Okay, so do you remember... Um, I'm going to end with the most ridiculous of it. Do you remember the Weekly World News? Think no. black and white magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At it's the like Safeway the National Ch- Enquirer. Yeah, kinda. but it's the crazy. It's Bat Boy found. It's, it's oh, Bat I Boy. love Bat Boy. It's yeah. the craziest shit. If you Google image people, if you haven't seen it, I, we grew up with this. Weekly World News. Um, their catch line is, the world's only reliable newspaper. Oh, for sure. They're just going for it. It's They're like, just it's as reliable just as us. any newspaper now. It's the crazy, like Google image, just weekly world news and look at all the covers. It's the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. It's it awesome. must have been such a fucking fun uh, magazine to write for. Yeah. Like I would have killed for that job. Like all the yeah. Photoshop shit. It would have been so great. But anyway, um, so in it May was like of- Photoshop t- before it was like Photoshop. It yeah, was so like, people were like, that's a bad boy. That's some real shit right dude, there. Bad boy. Terrified me when I was a kid. I, I was like in middle school. He shouldn't school have just been allowed to just be at the Safeway school. register. It was terrifying. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what is that, mom? And mom's like, oh, I can't, I can't get into this. <laughs> mom's like, just don't look at it. Just, it's so, it's so. Ridiculous. I can't stop looking at it. And then it'll be like Bat Boy captured, and there's like a bunch of cops like dragging Bat Boy. Terrified. He's like, he, he has the same face, just a wide open mouth with the teeth, like <laughs> the chubby little, face. Like, uh, and why is he a boy? Horns. Why can't he be a Batman at some point? Like, don't you think it's been long? He's always bat boy. Hasn't it been long <laughs> enough? He can be Batman finally. I read this about the Weekly World News, and I was like, "Is this the fucking bat?" But bat boy is the first thing I thought of. Yeah, that's such a huge part of our childhood. Totally. Um. So in May of 2005, in the same week that they reported there was a baby performing Shakespeare, and also revealed that aliens are posing as cable guys. <laughs> this is a real newspaper. This is Anyone true. who hasn't heard about it, um. It also splashed, Elvis is alive and running for president. This is in 2005. <laughs> um, so they revealed that he was, he'd been uh, shipped to Australia in a crate and he spent 30 years on the Did outback. Did he have to be in a crate? Why do you have to be in a crate? <laughs> Why do you have to be in a crate? Didn't he have a helicopter? Anyway, um, a black and he, was one, spent, yeah. he spent like 30 years with missionaries. Um, also, they say in this article... Um, that he hinted at picking Jim Morrison as his running mate, and they quote Elvis as saying, I ain't the only famous singer whose death has been greatly exaggerated. Love that. Right. Um, alas, the 2008 run against Obama never happened. Yeah. Um, but then the Weekly World News picked up where they left off, and in 2009 reported that Elvis died in a car crash in Las Vegas. What no. does Las Vegas have a lot of? What does Las Vegas have a lot of? Drunk driving? Well, that. Not allowing weed? Elvis impersonators. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> so they, uh, they cited proof as the autopsy report, which described the deceased as an obese male in his 70s dressed in a rhinestone jumpsuit and wearing a hairpiece. That was probably Elvis, though, right? I don't think it was. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, um, and then, um, yeah, so that's everything I have on the crazy theories. And then I did read something uh, that was like a psychologist trying to explain why people love like theorizing shit like uh, like Princess Diana, you know, isn't dead or faked her death or why people why these big famous people fake their deaths. And they say it's because uh, there was like a bunch of psychological terms that I'm not going to try to pronounce. But they said basically it's like when the effect when the effect is more like is bigger than the cause basically 
the cause doesn't match the magnitude of the effect. So when someone like Elvis dies and every the world like explodes with that yeah. and they're just like, oh, he died on the toilet. Like people, that's not enough for people. So they, totally. they have to like fantasize and go for it or whatever. Yeah, and the same. same with Princess Diana. They're like, oh, it was a drunk driver in the tunnel. No, that's not, no, she that, was, that can't be She right. was trying to get away from the paparazzi. Her driver, that, yeah. Her no, driver. He, he was very drunk. Oh, though. was That he? is a fact, yes. Oh, shit. And he was, he was the kind of alcoholic where he was like, so normal but so drunk like that's yeah and and yeah so that it was it was a it was a bad combo but a lot of people are just can't handle that and it's the craziest people and they have uh they did a poll and four percent of the population of i think just the united states believes that elvis is still alive which is kind of a big kind of a big percent (laughs) that's not a small percent it's not a small percent i was like really four fucking percent four in every hundred people are like what what does that mean like 16 million people believe that elvis is alive it's a lot if you go to like the elvis is alive facebook you see a lot of action on it anyway I, i to be clear I do not believe that. I, I think uh, any of those truthers that are disrespectful to the family is bullshit. So I'll just say that. Um, but it's fun to uh, it's fun, it's to, fun to talk uh, about. For it's sure. fun to talk about, as is our theme with this episode. And uh, so, are you ready for your? Yeah, I'm ready for. I'm in, I need another glass of wine though I before you, I, I get you. into this. Here, look it up. All right. So, what are you gonna tell <clears throat> us about today? I have a really fun one. Probably the other most famous the other most famous life slash one, yeah. death theory in rock mine rock. is the Paul is dead theory. Love and it. have you heard about you've heard about this one before, right? Like almost everyone has. I talked to someone today, a friend of mine, and she was like, I'd never heard of like the Paul McCartney is dead thing. Oh, yet. it's so fun. It's so fun because of all the clues and and all the videos and all the interviews yeah. and all like the creepy like backwards recordings where you spin them the other way and then it dude i like so i first had this on my radar when i was like in high school right and i was like for sure paul is dead because i I saw all these clues and you know you do the everything you do the sleuthing thing where you go through you know all the websites and then you actually look at all the album covers and and you're like oh my god photos like that side by side yeah i see it i see it completely left my radar for about 15 years or so and uh when i was working at berkeley aviation i like was killing some time one day and i just got neck deep in it you definitely uh messaged me that day via yes. our chat that we usually had when we were both at work yeah and we're like dude you gotta look at that you just started sending me paula's dead stuff and i was like yeah. i was like where is this coming from so <laughs> but it was i was i was neck deep in it too i was diving in so sir james paul mccartney he was born on the 18th of June, 1942, in Liverpool, England. Yeah. And uh, as we know, he uh, was super famous for being in the Beatles. He was also <laughs> Have in the, you heard of the Beatles? Yeah, he was also in Wings. <laughs> we never talked about uh, them on this and podcast. And the Quarrymen, who eventually became, you know, uh, what was it, Long John and the Silver Beatles? Long John and the Silver Beatles. And then it became the Beatles. Yeah. And anyway, they, they had a few iterations of different members, and then Ringo finally joined the band, and then they were the they were the Beatles. So they were... They were um, quickly becoming one of the most popular bands in England. So when is this? We're in the 60s This is now? in this is in the early 60s. They came out they were with the Quarrymen. They had like they had I can't remember the exact song they did, but I think the first quote Beatles recording is the Quarrymen and it was in the late 50s. Um it was wow. uh I think they covered a um 
uh, what's his name? Oh, that'll be the day. Uh, Buddy Holly. Yeah, Buddy yeah. Holly. They covered a Buddy Holly song, I think. They covered it, a lot of and, stuff uh, in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy it's how like that, people could just do that. They're covered, like, oh, let me just right? jack your song real quick and put it out on a major label. Yeah. So insane that people could do that. But anyway, it's easier. Basically, the year is 1966. I'm just going to kind of actually the year is 1967. So this is when it first like the rumor started circulating. Oh my God. Paul died in a car accident and it started picking up momentum in London, started picking up momentum to the point where like a magazine that was like a fan magazine actually acknowledged it and like refuted it. They're like, no, he's still alive. We checked. He's cool. Right. You know, so he was actually it was that early in 1967 that it was said that he was killed. I, I don't have an exact date, but it says early 1967. I'm trying to think of what. They they're still in their pop albums, right? Like Beatles they are, for sale are doing. And shit. Uh, Rubber Soul is about to come out. Okay, so Rubber um, Soul hasn't come out. I yet. think it's sixty seven is when it comes out. Okay. Um, and I can obviously have people screaming at me, but it's my favorite Beatles record. I should know. But it. the funny thing about Paul dying is it totally coincides with two things that are really interesting. One. Rubber Soul, which is a drastic change in right. their music. Definitely. And two, why I they love it don't so tour anymore. So their last concert was in 1966, I think, or 1967, either one or the other. Either early 1967 or 1966. Was that at, the rooftop concert? No, it was at Candlestick Park in California. Oh. That was where the Niners used to play, when then they tore the that bitch down. was the rooftop concert that they um, Yeah, but that wasn't like a real concert. Oh, you mean that like... Was like a, that, this was like their... Sorry, yeah. you mean like people buy tickets and they... Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Candlestick so, Park. Okay. Candlestick. Um, that was before Rubber Soul. Damn, they stopped early, dude. So then basically two years go by. They're like, Paul's dead in 1967 in London. And then this teen magazine is like, no, he's cool. And then so then no one says shit for like two years. Yeah. The Beatles aren't touring. They're not touring. They're putting they out doing? videos. They're okay. putting out tons of albums. They're still, right. they're kind of arguing. They're not getting along as well. You know, it's that whole that whole situation. And then the rumors began circulating again when a student, I think it was at uh, Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm probably saying that wrong. Des Moines, Iowa. Is that right? Des Moines. That sounds yeah, right. He published an article tall, called, Is Beatle Paul McCartney Dead? So this, this kind of re-sparked yeah. everything, right? And then some guy, I think his name was Tom. He like called into a uh, a radio station a college radio station and started like telling them clues. Like this is how I know Paul's dead and giving clues. So let's just go with this what is the, the guy that started all the clues. Yes. Oh, that's okay. So let's just get in. We'll get into the clues in a little bit, but I like what I want to do is kind of tell the story of what they think happened they to Paul. Th- yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm okay. So basically what happened is they're recording. Um, they were doing a recording session for Sergeant Pepper um, John Lennon was like filming a movie or some <laughs> shit like that, some weird war movie. Um, and uh, I know I had no idea until I like, saw what? that. <laughs> yeah, he was like, and uh, it was an like George now? and Ringo and Paul in the studio, and they got in a huge blowout argument. So it was about you know two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. They're probably partying a little bit, right? Probably drinking, maybe doing some drugs. Who knows? Probably smoking a little weed. Um, Paul gets pissed, gets in his car. I I saw like three different types of car that apparently he got into. So the one I heard was like a little tiny Porsche type thing, yeah. right? I thought like it was like an Aston car? Martin or something like that. But I, I mean, I, like I said, I saw a bunch of different like makes and models, so I don't really know. The fact that no one even knows what kind of car he was driving is is uh, already Dude, alarming. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so like, really? No one he knows? gets into his car 
he starts driving down the road, totally pissed off. And uh, he now picks he's up, angry driving. He and picks he's up this up. chick with a suitcase. Okay. Weird part of the story, but for some At reason two in it's the morning. There. Okay. Th- dude, why not? <laughs> Let's just throw Paul's it in like, there. Hey. Let's make it interesting. <laughs> sure, sure. She gets in the car. He <laughs> proceeds to wrap his car around a pole, decapitating himself. Oh shit! Car lights on fire, burns up chick with suitcase. So what? they're both dead. Oh, I've never heard this. There were two people in the car. Yeah. Paul's what? dead. Paul's dead. He died in a bloody car wreck. He was decapitated. He like, also killed this poor girl this walking poor around at two in the morning with, with a suitcase. suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So I apparently laugh. this was, he, it terrible. was like on an icy road on the M1 motorway. I guess that's a place. <laughs> but I yeah, mean, I like it's all over there. It's and, important to somebody. I yeah. Don't it's know, important but, somewhere. But yeah. Anyway. This whole thing was kind of spurred on by uh, beforehand by Paul McCartney apparently having a dream that he died in a car accident. And he started getting super paranoid and freaked out like it was some kind of premonition. Whoa. So he wrote the song yesterday, the next day. And then he start, and then he had like an impersonator competition. Hamony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know like this is a part of the story where you don't even know if it's true or not like I tried to google if he really had an impersonator like competition and it just kept going back to like the conspiracy theory pages I've heard so, yeah I've heard that I've heard the Paul lookalike contest thing as if it's fact but like there's really no yeah I couldn't find anything there's really no way to find out but anyway they no photos of like a bunch of dudes looking like paul mccartney on stage that's what i want to see yeah i want to see a stage with like 20 dudes that look kind of like paul mccartney and so, then i'll believe it the theory is that mccartney had you know this lookalike contest and there was a winner his name was william shears campbell billy, billy shears. shears so it's a little interesting. I'm not sure where they get this, why it was William Shears Campbell. I saw a bunch of other stuff, too, about uh, about this guy, like Billy Potts and the like Pepper Potts or something like mm-hmm. that. He was an actual guy. Okay. And he was working um, in the same uh, maybe label that the Beatles were working in the early going. Yeah. So there's theories that this Billy Potts guy actually ended up becoming Paul. Um, so that leads me to the greater part of the story is when Paul died, yeah. rather than just being like, well, Paul's dead, everybody. And now like, this up and coming out, band is going to fall uh, apart yeah. instead of that. No, they wanted to keep this gravy train rolling. Yeah, because keep the that Beatles money were, train rolling. Money train rolling, or they wanted to just spare the public, you know, a bunch of grief. I think it was I don't definitely know. about money. I think it was about the money train, you know? <laughs> So they're keeping Always this about. money train rolling and they decide to go to this Billy Potts guy or sorry, uh, William Campbell guy, maybe Billy Potts. I mean, there's different theories, yeah, um, but I'm, let's just say uh, William Campbell, Billy Shears. Um, okay. They get this guy and you'll see it in a lot of like if you watch videos of this, like they'll call like these conspiracy theorists won't call him Paul. They'll call him Billy. They'll just call him Billy the whole time or they'll call him Fall for fake Paul. So wow. there's that. And Paul, I like fall. <laughs> yeah, fall, fake fall. F-A-U-F-A-U-L, fall. So basically, um, John Lennon was in Paris and he was filming this movie. And so they flew out there. How many movies is John Lennon filming? Okay, Well, sorry. this is the one movie. This is the one movie. <laughs> okay, so, sorry, sorry. It's the same war movie. I'm like... Yeah. They're, okay. I think their agent uh, Epstein and... and uh, Ringo and George like flew out to confirm. Like John thought they were just kidding, right? 
and they weren't kidding. So they brought Billy Shears with them, and they had like this big blowout fight. Um, and John was pissed about it, and he didn't want to have a fake Paul. He wanted to just, you know, I get it. be honest. I get he it. He just wanted to be honest. And finally, right. they all convinced him to do it. John was pissed, but begrudgingly, he's like, I don't have anything to say about it, but whatever, basically. So he begrudgingly went along with it. Wow. Now, people began, like I said, to call this fake Paul, Paul. And there are some key differences between Paul Real biological Paul is what they call him, which they is great. Yeah, they call him Paul. biological Paul. Oh god, and that's Paul. So funny. So okay. basically, biological Paul has like a very round face, and Fall has like a long face with like longer, chi- uh, like longer chin right. and like kind of more narrow cheekbones. Yeah. Um, Fall has green eyes, and Paul has brown eyes. He kind. I feel like so. I <laughs> All was those like, pictures are black and white. Like of, <laughs> I of was looking at the side Paul. by side, and I'm like, I see a lot of pictures of people when they're younger, and they have like a little more like baby fat on their face, or they're just they're just a little like fresher skinned. And then as people get older, they get a little more narrow in the face. Yeah. Well, it looks like he so, lost some baby fat. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I see. But yeah, sorry, it definitely could be. Definitely I mean, fall. Anyway. Yeah, it's definitely fall. <laughs> they claim so. The the main difference between Paul and Fall is, um, Fall has a different nose. His is a little, Fall. His nose is a little pointier than biological Paul. Um, he has a longer chin and jaw, less round face. And they also claim that in the interviews, if you watch between Fall and Paul. Fall has a deeper voice. Whoa. And the other creepy thing is That's big. Fall is much taller. Like much How taller. How can they Like they prove think that, that Paul was like the same size basically as John Lennon, like the same height. And they show pictures of Paul like I know I sound batshit crazy saying this, you're, but no, you're fine. Like they That's show, the point pi- of the and thing. It, 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 it is like intriguing. You're like, well, it is a little shorter than, right. you know? And uh, so they show Paul next to his girlfriend and he's like maybe a few inches taller than her. And then they show her with, you know, fake Paul fall. And he's like much taller than her at this point. She it's kind of wearing wild. heels yeah. in the first one. It could be anything like that. Yeah. And then it's like them next to John Lennon. Instead of being the same size, he's taller. You know, there's okay. like a lot of shit like that. Um, okay. So that's a uh, fake Paul. I saw some batshit crazy conspiracy theories about it too, where um, maybe uh, they're saying it's like part, there's not just one fall, there's like dozens of actors. Whoa. I know. And they that's stretching it. They go so far as to say that they have like latex masks that they put on to make oh, them God. look like. That's some Twilight Dude, it's creepy. Shit. Yeah. He's yeah. like, look here. If you see him poke himself, like, because he's like Paul or Fall or whatever you want to call him, is like poking himself near his eye. And he's yeah. like, now if you zoom in on that, you'll oh, see. God. That the latex is coming off of his face here, and you're just That's like, the dude, real you're fucking crazy. <laughs> you're and then he brings up like the Illuminati and like Freemasonry and like it's... oh, like Beyonce and Jay Z are apparently a part of. Yeah, yeah, well, they definitely are, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into the Illuminati Freemasonry shit because it's that's just too insane. extra. That's just it's too bad shit. Insane. So anyway. Basically, Fall took over Paul's life, but he, but Billy Shears, Fall, when he took over, he said, I don't want to do what Paul McCartney did. If it's going to be my life that I give to be Paul, I want complete creative control. Interesting. So then he started doing like and he also rubber soul and Sergeant Pepper. Bass. Well, maybe he was left handed, <laughs> Emily. Have you ever thought about that? He also 
learn left handed <laughs> bass. Okay, all right, I'm all right, I'm on board. I'm and on board. so yeah, well, but he, they didn't tour, so we don't know if he's yeah, playing bass. Well, we don't know at all. But um, the thing is, is, he said he wanted creative control because he didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to be told what to do if he was going to give his life up and have like plastic surgeries to change his face to look like Paul. Like, did he have? Pl- that's what they're saying. Yeah, oh, okay. they're saying fall. So he already looked like him in the look like contest, but then yeah. they're like, "Let's take it like, one let's step go further for it. Yeah. and make you look." Yeah, let's really, really go for it. Ugh. So now, was plastic surgery that good back then? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, it still looks like pure shit when people get plastic uh, surgery really, today. They all have the same face. It's yeah. terrifying. Those lips are the worst. Oh God, yeah. Can you imagine if I showed up with those lips? I'm like, hey. <laughs> like nothing is nothing what? changed nothing. here. Just casually. Doesn't seem like anything to me. Oh, that doesn't look like anything, <laughs> doesn't to, look me. Like anything <laughs> to me. So the all right. So let's start with the clues then. So the cool thing about this conspiracy theory is the clues. There's so many. Like they're, they're the most so fun many part. Clues. They're the, the most thing, fun part. Like the thing is, I want to preface before I say anything about the clues, is that. The Beatles did like to throw a bunch of random weird Easter eggs. So they, they, I feel like they liked the whole thing. Oh, they liked the whole thing, but they also liked to throw Easter eggs in from the very beginning. Like right. there's, there's a track of them saying tit, 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 tit. They're trying to get past the FCC. So they're saying things oh. like tit in the background, but they're not noticing it maybe, you know? Um, you can't say tit with the FCC? I guess I not it was in just the like 1960s, fucking... Emily. Okay. But um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> they uh, all right. They they tried to slide a bunch of stuff past. Them. Like there's a lot of backwards talking and gibberish right. and and uh, stuff like that. Whatever track that is, where it's back. Yeah. So basically, we start with Sergeant Pepper, the album cover of Sergeant Pepper. And is this is this the album where they say Billy? Yes, it is because you're introducing Billy Shears. Billy Shears. Sorry. So this is. The the album cover is allegedly the burial of Paul McCartney is what it is. Well, it is a batshit album cover. Yeah, there's a lot going. So on. there's a lot of imagery clues as follows. The oh, first so one is there's an open palm above Paul's head, and this is supposed to signify a priest blessing the dead beetle before internment. Whoa. So there's that. Love it. That's might not mean anything, but there <laughs> it is. The second one. In the flowers, like there's like a little God, flower uh, right now, display. Yeah. There's like a little flower display. Right towards the bottom. Yeah, there's a guitar made out of flowers. Is it his guitar? No, there's three strings. It oh. represents the three remaining Beatles. There's a missing three string Beatles. because Paul's gone. He's and it's, dead. It would be a bass. It which would is be what a bass. Yeah. Oh my God. And this one's pretty weird. If you hold a mirror over the bass drum that they have, the Lonely Hearts Club Band. Right. Um, in the drum logo, it appears to use numbers and Roman numerals to spell out eleven nine. He die. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he 11, died. Eleven nine. He died. And that's 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 what it, that's what it says. Okay, and apparently, right. um, he died on November 9th, nineteen sixty six. Is apparently when he died. Okay, so eleven nine. He die. He die. Eleven nine. He die. <laughs> So Paul, another fun uh, clue on this is Paul has a black patch on his arm, and oh, it says shit. it has the letters O P D. Oh, uh, that stands for something military. What it is stands it? for officially pronounced dead. Oh, that's what people were thinking. Officially pronounced dead, but that's complete bullshit because the jacket actually says O P P, and it's for the Ontario Provincial Police. 
But at the time, it looks Why like if you look them? at it, it does kind of look like a D. It does kind of look like a D on the last one. But yeah. that's not nearly as fun as, you know, OPP is not O-P-P. nearly as fun as, uh, yeah, you know me. Um, <laughs> so now we go to the back of the album cover. And I th- I'm sure there's more. I mean, I don't want to go over. And there's so literally there's so, so many There's so much clues. going on so on, the, on that album cover alone. So on the back, George. Well, first of all, on the back, the three of them are facing, you know, you. And Paul's turned around. So again, he's the odd man out. You know. I remember this this yeah. album very clearly again, from my childhood, and I, I, we still have it. And yeah, I, I remember on the back, there's a huge image of them in their little Sergeant Pepper gear and or uh, outfits. And yeah, he's turned he's turned away. So yeah, again, Paul is the one turned around. He's the odd man out. And um, there's uh, George Harrison is pointing up, and he's pointing to a lyric. And that lyric is... Oh, because the lyrics are in the... Yeah, okay. Wednesday morning at five o'clock. Oh, That's what he's pointing at. So, allegedly, that's when Paul McCartney was OPD, officially pronounced dead. To make it even creepier, I looked at which day 11-9-1966 was. What day of the week it was. Was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. (gasps) Wow. So, that's basically Sgt. Pepper. They have that. Wow. Yeah. They have the Billy Shears thing in the beginning. Yeah. The the song their sound between that and Rubber Soul, their sound is now radically different. Right. That's another they're not touring anymore. These are all things that people are saying. But not at the time this album came out, they're not saying that. So then Abbey Road is another famous album by the Beatles. Ooh, I already know the cover. Yep. The cover's super lot. famous. Yeah. I mean, you can still see a bunch of dorks walking across the street taking pictures of this <laughs> album. Like, to this I day. So do oh, it. I, I would hella care. do that. I would 100% do that. Because I am a dork. Um, the funeral procession. That's what they call this. The funeral procession. So, one, right. it's led by uh, John Lennon in white. He's supposed to represent, like, the priest. Wow. The okay. preacher. It's followed by Ringo in black. Ringo is supposed to represent the Undertaker Whoa. in this funeral procession. Behind them is Paul McCartney, the corpse, and he's wet and he's barefoot. Yeah. And he's, he's out of step barefoot. with everyone else. Oh. And he also has a cigarette, like, you know, like, I don't know if that matters. He's they like, they were trying to, like, hide significance of it, like, being pointed towards the ground because that's where he is. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, okay. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> well, okay. And then it's followed up by uh, you know, George wearing his little jean Yo, jump, he's wearing like that suit. Canadian tuxedo, you know, he's like it all jeans. It looks great. And he's supposed to be the grave digger. Right, the the uh blue collar guy. So again, Paul is out of step. It kind of suggests that he's quote no longer with them. Right. Right, because he's out of step. He's not with them. Um and then the other thing on the cover is there's a Volkswagen Beetle that has the license plate twenty eight if. So I was thinking about the 28 if. Does that mean he would have been part of the 27 club? Is well, that what they're, if, if is, he did die? Because he would have been 28 if he didn't die is what they It doesn't saying, make right? any sense to me. Um, he was actually, well, Paul, let's pretend biological Paul did die in that car accident. In 66. How old he would have been, been 24. Oh, that, yeah, I thought 27 would have been So this Volkswagen Beetle thing is kind of bullshit to me. 28 if. Because yeah. it doesn't match I up with at, the other theories. No, yeah. I looked at when that album came out. And he would have been 27 by the time that album came out. So it doesn't make any sense, yeah, 28 if. It doesn't. So anyway, it sounds a lot cooler, though, to think that it does. But apparently someone kept stealing like the license, that guy's license plate. And he's like, I need to fucking drive around <laughs> yeah, legally, he's just over you guys. It. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> so then we, it brings us to the Strawberry Field uh, recording. Probably 
top five Beatles song of all time for me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Living it's so incredibly it's creative, so creative with its production and value. And amazing, yeah. And it's just so, it, like, the way that they slow down the vocals slightly to get, like, that kind of kind of feel yeah. to it. And then at the same time, it has just such a heavy drum beat. I don't know. It's an incredible song. And, like, I think it gets overlooked a lot because it's played so much or has been played so much. And, then it, and uh, it kind of has, like, strawberry it's little, fields. Yeah. It's a little bit kind of a funky imagery. I don't know. I think I just think it's an incredible song. It, it is. It's one of my favorite Beatles tunes. But in the end of Strawberry Fields, there's a bunch of noise. Yeah. And in, you can hear a distorted John Lennon saying what appears to sound like, I buried Paul. Whoa. Like that. Whoa. He claims he does not say, I <laughs> buried Paul. That's pretty. He's like, yeah, I said not that, though. I said something. And they're like, well, what did you say, John? And he said, cranberry sauce. <laughs> For the record, this sounds exactly like I buried Paul. It sounds it exactly really? like it. Or it sounds like he also claims he might have. So that's the other thing that He's they're saying. He's fucking with people at there's that point two, if he is saying yeah, that. There's two different uh, stories is why people are like, you're full of shit. Because John said he said cranberry sauce and then their press officer said he says, I'm very bored. <laughs> So I like you that can't. I like hey, that too. one lie is better than two. Am I right? Like <laughs> you can't. You know. Anyway, do like I don't know food. if it's a lie or not. Sense. It sounds like he. It really sounds like he says, "I buried Paul." Like it does sound like that. Um. So then it brings us to the Magical Mystery Tour. Right. Um. And this is a super famous album oh. cover too. Super, super. Yes. Uh, weird it's all four of them dressed up in these really weird like uh arctic type it reminds outfits. me of uh it's creepy it's kind of haunting in the shining kubrick's the shining yeah i'm obsessed with um where at the very end wendy's running around and uh she she looks to her side and it's the first time she kind of hallucinates which yeah. is really weird because oh Jack's that's so creepy and there's like so some weird like fucking going on and it's on. like a well it's like a person in an animal mask and outfit like like giving, banging somebody, right? Giving a blowjob to oh, a yeah, that's suit. Right. Yeah. And like and it's just so fucking creepy. That's yeah. all Kubrick. Just being like, let's let what what would creep you out if you were alone in a hotel yeah. and you saw that shit? And it's yeah, oh it's my somebody God. in a full on animal costume. Did I tell you when I saw the same the, kind of costume. You know what a furry is? Are the people that dress like uh animals? Yeah, and then like like hook up with each other. Oh, I didn't know that was Yeah, the, no, okay, so it, it's there like it started by the shining i don't think <laughs> it's very possible but it's no it's like it's like a weird thing where people like dress up in like animal outfits and they like hook up with each other they have like orgies That's and stuff really strange. so when i was in arizona okay. at a frisbee tournament it was so fucking creepy um we just got some killer barbecue at this place so my buddy luke colin and i I'm embracing myself right now and my buddy and my buddy <laughs> nate story. too we drive to you know we're just driving down the main street trying to get back to our hotel we hit a stoplight i look over to the right and there's like 25 people in mascot outfits just chilling in this like gas station That's parking a lot. Goddamn nightmare. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Terrifying. It was a it was a furry convention. But also <laughs> the same year, it was like the year for like fucking weird sex stuff going on with every fucking place we went for this for these terms. We went to Utah. And when we were there, there was a BDSM convention in Whoa. the same hotel that we were staying at. I think you guys just like the same hotels and towns <laughs> as, as these people do, but 
<laughs> it was so wrong. funny. We like we like got into the hotel or got into the elevator. It's like me and my buddies were wearing like you know sweatpants and like a hoodie or something. And this dude just full on leather daddy walks in like <laughs> with, like his like ball gag like hanging down, and he's just like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And we're like, "Hey." And then we just ride What's up this up? awkward ass like five floor like wow. elevator ride with this guy. Anyway, you know, teach their own. It's just fun. It's just to so. Teach their own. It's such a weird coincidence that we went to like two tournaments out of state, and both of them just happened to have these weird, you know, fetish as conventions. As long as it's consensual. Anyway, back to the magical mystery tour. <laughs> they're wearing these furry outfits in the beginning yeah, the, on the cover. That's looking. where we're getting. And yeah. they look scary. They are um, scary. So people thought that the walrus is like some kind of Inuit um, symbology for like a harbinger of death. They're like the walrus represents death is what they're saying. And that would be really awesome if it did. But there's literally no literature that suggests that walruses have that symbology in any like Arctic people's like culture. So... Mm. It, uh, that's the thing about this these theories is uh, they're attributing they just, a lot of stuff ends. to it yeah like they're looking at paul being barefoot in abbey road and they're like well that is like a sicilian sign of mourning the dead and you're like well is it and there's a lot of like assigned cultural like aspects well being to, barefoot could mean a lot of things he just too. paul said it was just hot that day well but that's what i mean is it could either it's 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 how these theories come out. It's like it's like somebody was just hot that day or whatever, or yeah. John just had his white suit on, and it's like it and it's like okay, but it also connects to all this biblical shit. And it's like well, yeah. it could if you really wanted to. So the other cool thing about That's the, the magic. Part. So the other fucked up thing about these people in the suit or these people, the Beatles in the suits, is Paul isn't even the walrus on the cover. John's the John's the walrus. Oh really? So yeah, it, it's just. How a, do you know who who's who? That's what it said in the article I read today. Uh, so it, it's just a dead end. And then the funny I thing about this, the funny thing about this one is apparently if you there's like the Beatles, um, on the album cover there's the you know their their name of their band the Beatles on it. There's a bunch of stars like in right. the Beatles. If or it, I guess it's just Beatles, but if you hold it upside down. It there the stars appear to like form numbers. So the number was two three one seven four three eight, and apparently people thought it was like some Paul is dead hotline. So they just started calling this number. Oh, this all poor over person. The place. It's like eight six seven five three zero nine girl who's totally. just like stop fucking calling me. She's like I can't change this number, but I can't <laughs> keep it. So yeah, I thought the magical mystery tour, um, you know, clues were a little. A little like pushy, like maybe you know, yeah. but not really. Finally, you get to like the really creepy shit, and that's the White Album. And the White Album oh. has uh the the gibberish, the like yeah, stuff. it has a lot. And then when you rewind it, yeah, it says it sounds like it said some weird shit. So between the songs of um, I was so, I'm so tired, which is a really I'm underrated so Beatles song, yeah, I great. think uh. Oh no, that was I'm only sleeping. I was thinking the vines. You're thinking of the vines cover, yeah. yeah. So I'm so tired Similar is a theme. great song yeah. too, and Blackbird. So between those two songs, there's like this weird little bit of gibberish in the middle, and if you rewind it, it really sounds like Paul's dead man. Miss him, miss him. Whoa. Paul's dead man. Miss him, miss him. Man, the Beatles are just fucking with people. And at it this point. really, they really do, are. dude. It really does sound like it. Like I bet they placed it there. You can, and anyone listening people. to this, you can like go online and like look this shit up, and you'll be able to find it easy. And then the other part is uh, Revolution Number Nine. There's a guy who goes, 
number nine. Number, number nine. nine. Number and nine. Uh, if you play that backwards, it sounds like, turn me on, dead man. Turn me on. Turn dead me on, man. dead yeah, man. I've heard that. And there's like a lot more. Like, I'm just touching. Like, the thing is, is I'm just like scraping the surface of all this. I, we don't have like time to go into literally everything. But there are so many different portions of Beatles tracks where if you rewind them, it talks about Paul being dead or someone being dead or mm. I love being dead or, you know, just weird shit like that. There's also like some really kind of like weird videos. And I don't know if the audio was tampered with at all, uh, yeah. but there's like a video of George like pretty soon before he died talking about Paul McCartney and he's calling him fall the entire interview. It's really creepy. And you're and he and he's talking about how like he can't like take it anymore or he doesn't wanna Whoa. Yeah, it's weird. And I, I'm like, was the audio altered? Like it could have been, but if it's not, it's really eerie. It definitely could have been altered. I, yeah. I did I did uh I don't know if I ever looked up this video, but I do remember when I was going down this rabbit hole the rabbit hole there was a um like a video of one of the Beatles accidentally referring to Paul as Billy. It was William and it was uh George again. George, it like the theory is that George is tired of this bullshit, so he just, just like, yeah, he just like Will, he's like, hey William, how are you doing? Like, yeah, there's a video of Paul. Well, but is he being facetious and like fucking? He around? could be. Because Could everybody be. thinks his name's Billy Shears. So yeah. Like, oh, hey, William. Like, if if we were in a hugely famous band, then everybody thought your real name was like yeah. something else. I would definitely call you that sometimes just to fuck with you. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, what's up, Rudolph? Or whatever the yeah. fuck they thought your name was. Like it. So I don't know. It is a little weird. Um, he definitely says hello, William. Like, and he's like, hey, how's it going? And then yeah. the thing is about that video is Paul doesn't realize that there's a camera in the room. Is like the other weird thing oh. about that. So he looks at the camera and he goes, "Oh, is that the is that thing on?" Like after afterward. So there there. I mean, like I admit, like when I was like neck deep in this conspiracy theory, I was like fifty fifty buying in on it. I was like, <laughs> "It's yeah." Clearly. If you look like if you look at their faces next to each other, they do look somewhat different. The jawline is a little different. Age. The nose is a little different. But yeah, it's true. Yeah, they age. They lose weight. But they gain I mean, weight, there's whatever. pictures of. Paul and Fall, like in 1966 and 1967, they look pretty different. And it's like pretty crazy. Maybe he just lost a lot of weight. You don't know. But it, I mean, the thing that's fun about it is that you don't really know for sure. That's true. And you'll never know for sure. And it's creepy as hell. And it's just one of those things that you can get lost in these clues. Like, and a lot of them are bullshit, but you can totally just go down a rabbit hole with Fall versus Paul and like all this crap. And there are people who like, are a thousand percent convinced that Paul is. Well, I think fall. we'll we'll only know when uh when uh the last beetle dies and I there's know. gonna be a deathbed confession. I hope so. <laughs> I want everyone to know that fall is not real. It's Paul the whole time. What if Ringo just did that to fuck with everyone? I just can't. Yeah, I just think a lot of these clues are are them being in being into it. Yeah, and the other I really think yeah. that that's a genuine thing where they're just like they thought it was like the stupidest fucking thing they've ever heard. I don't even so think they like, thought it was stupid. I think they were like, "This is fun." Well, no, Let's John Lennon literally said, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard." Like, the, oh, the yeah, he has a quote. Dead. He has like a quote. Yeah. Well, I think I think maybe when they first heard it, they're like, "Okay, all right, that's yeah. interesting," and then they just got really fucking sick of it because they were probably getting asked that all the time. Um. So yeah, I could definitely see them being like in the recording studio and they're like doing all this psychedelic shit anyway. Yeah. In the not just they're doing psychedelic 
psychedelics, but I mean that they're trying to make sounds that are psychedelic. And yeah. they're like, what if we made something that played forward and backward differently? Yeah. What should it say? Oh, let's say. I, I just, I can see sort of the answers to all these questions, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's clues. a bunch of, there's a bunch of clues. Like there's like a, f- a photo of them all wearing tuxedos with roses pinned, you know? And Paul has a black one and everyone else has a red one. There's uh, another album cover where they're like all sitting on this box and and Paula's in the box that's supposed to represent like a coffin, you know, like oh there's God. like there's stuff like that. Um, but and any and there's song lyrics too, like uh, he blew his mind out in a, in car. a car like they're oh, talking about, about they're talking about Paul. He hadn't noticed that the light. Anyway, it's just like this really the most interesting thing about this phenomenon is how it just swept the world like it went from like this tiny little article to this guy calling into this radio station to next thing you know just spreading like you know the plague and yeah. it's crazy because this was before social media this was before anything like yeah. that so the fact that it spread like this was just such a crazy cultural phenomenon in and yeah. of itself like whether or not P- fall is real or well, Paul's it's, it's, dead it's or whatever it's definitely baitable like yeah. it's is that the debatable right? I think it baitable. It, it you can mean, bait you. Like, oh, what am I trying okay. To say? I was like, I was like, yeah. what are you trying to say? I was just remembering the end of that lyric really quick. It's, so tan- he says, it's, it's tantalizing for sure. Yes. Yeah. He says he blew his mind out in a car. He had noticed the light has changed. News was very sad. And then he, people think he's saying, no one was sure he was really from the house of Paul. And then he says, I'd like to turn you on. I'd like Song's to turn you on. so creepy. And he's, uh, and, you said that backwards thing was turn me on, dead man. Yeah, turn, turn so me on, dead man. Like to turn me. Anyway, those connect too. That's creepy. I just, Ugh, yeah, I get chills when that. I think about this. Anyway, even if Paul died and Fall was like <laughs> doing this shit, he still Fall wrote a lot of good shit. You know, and he was Fall was even better. Fall than was in wings. Fall <laughs> <laughs> was in Rubber Soul. Yeah, and everything past that. Sergeant Pepper. Honestly, the best of all the Beatles albums. And apparently, right after a biological Paul died, uh, Fall uh, wrote Hey Jude. So. I mean, if you're even going to buy into this theory at all, you got to be like, yeah, well, kind of Paul too was kind of better than, than original Paul. Like, Paul was pretty badass. Anyway, I think of it as a big metaphor for Paul, like doing drugs or some something yeah. that like changed the way he wrote music yeah. or something. But anyway, I hope that wasn't too crazy. But that's the whole like Paul is dead and. Elvis it, isn't. <laughs> it was no, it was it was great. Um, I actually on a little ending Beatles note, I was reading about kind of historical rock stuff today, trying to trying to think about what I wanted to cover. And uh, there's actually apparently the first person to introduce the Beatles to weed was Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. That's a fact. Yeah, that's yeah, a fact. Yeah, and and Paul was like, yeah, no we conspiracy used to just drink, theory like, there. <laughs> whiskey sodas and shit, and then and then Bob got us into that stuff, and it really changed the game. They didn't really drink whiskey sodas, did they? That's what I drink. Sorry, um, whiskey and Coke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was the Beatles thing, and then they got into weed. <sighs> yeah, then they, they got, got into the weed. Crazier shit, but anyway, yeah. um, I, I didn't know that Bob, I knew they'd like met, but I did not know that it was like yeah, that no. type of meeting where Bob it was like, like hey, such man, a smoke and they're like of course we do because you're fucking bob dylan and we're obsessed yeah. with you i mean they were obsessed with bob dylan they were obsessed with hendrix and they were obsessed with like motown how cool though and that's like, what how cool the beatles that they had and chuck berry they loved there. chuck berry they loved elvis yeah and um they were all about american music and when hendrix came over 
they would show up to like every single time he played in London, like the Beatles would show out. And he like Hendrix, um, I think it was like days after Sgt. Pepper came out, he performed live and he played Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band. Dude. In I, front of the Beatles. I think I've, whoa. And they were like, holy shit, this album came out two days ago and he just murdered it. And That's it's a, it's awesome. an awesome version. It's not, I think the uh, Beatles version is special. Um, just in how like slow and heavy it is. And Hendrix kind of has the energy where he picks it up. It's a little faster yeah. than I'd like it, but it's still badass. That's, I'm trying to think if I've ever, ever heard Hendrix do that. I, he obviously has covered all along the Watchtower, and after he did that, Bob Dylan was like, okay, I can never play it my way again. Um, he was going to play it Hendrix's way. He's yeah. like, that's his song now. But uh, apparently, Jimi Hendrix also covered Like a Rolling Stone yep. not long after at, Bob Dylan went Monterey electric Pop. and played it. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, shit. Like, how, how cool is that? I like the contemporary co- like admiration yeah. covering each other's music thing. I, I think that's so cool. Well, Hendrix, uh, he has a famous quote where he is like, I f- he basically, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember it exactly, but he basically says, I feel like I could write like Bob Dylan. He's, he Aww. feels like it's a kindred spirit with him because it, Hendrix writes a lot of like really colorful lyrics as well. Right, yeah. But he's like, I feel like I'd, I could be, or I'd write like Bob Dylan if I got my shit together, basically, Aww. is what he said. You have your shit together, Jimmy. Yeah, it's like you're fine, Jimmy. You just focused on guitar while Bob focused on songwriting. I think that's the thing, though, is that like Hendrix loves songwriting and he loved lyricism and he, yeah. he loved the and he's good at it yeah he he really is and i i do believe that um you kind of always want to be what you're not best at necessarily like like they always say like athletes want to be rappers and rappers want to be athletes well yeah you can't uh, well you can't look at yourself and be like i'm really good at this one thing like i know i'm a really good singer and i'm a i yeah, I I know I'm a good singer because I've worked at it for 11 to, yeah. years, and I know that I'm not a good guitar player. So I never think about being a good singer on stage. I only think about being a mediocre guitar player, and yeah. it's like fuck, man, that's not fair. No, but it's just how your brain works, and that's good. Your brain should be pushing you, um, to the point where you're like, I wanna, I I I know you know where your strengths are, but your brain doesn't sit there and go, no, nah, you're good. You're good at this one thing. No, nah, you're good. You don't have to work any harder. And it's like, no, you should wanna work harder. And Jimmy didn't sit up there and go, I'm the fucking insane guitar player so i yeah. could just i could just ride with this and he can yeah but he went man i wish i could just get my shit together and be a songwriter like bob dylan and it's like what How, yeah i can't believe he thought that yeah but it's so adorable well i mean he he kind of had that joe cocker ability too of like taking singer songwriter uh material and, and making like, it so much just better. making it something oh, joe a little bit so yeah good. Anyway, I think we're gonna wrap we're this gonna up wrap pretty it soon. Up. Um, so th- we recorded, we pre-recorded this because Emily and Tom are gonna be in New Zealand by the time this yeah. comes out, which is pretty exciting. We'll listen um, to New Zealand. Yeah, they're going to a wedding. They're gonna have that super long flight. Yeah, I'll show the New Zealanders this podcast, and they'll be like, "Wow, you guys really fucking believe in fake Paul McCartney?" And yeah, you so think I, Elvis is alive? No, I believe in fake weirdos. So basically, I'm going to be here house sitting in St. Helena by myself with these damn cats and just going yeah, completely stir crazy. Yeah, they'll drive you crazy. They will, but they're worth it. But yeah, I think we're going to do more of these, hopefully, maybe once a month or something like that. Not all conspiracy shit. Not all conspiracy shit, but we'll historical, get on some themes. historical I came up events. Some, I came up with some fun um, events today that I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I had a few uh, too. That are, that are a little under the radar. Because like, I was looking at, like I remember we grew up with like the VH1, like, oh, moments behind of the rock music. and roll, you know, or whatever, where it's like, okay, here's what the, was hell, behind the, music here's was the Hell's one. Angels stabbing. But they had like a countdown oh, once of all yeah, like the yeah, most yeah. shocking moments. And it was like, 
Hells Angels stabbing the dudes at the Rolling Stones concert, and it was yeah. like the fans getting trampled at the Who concert, and yeah. like there's a bunch of these, or like Ozzy so biting many. the head off the fucking bat or yeah. whatever. And I'm like looking at these lists, and I'm like, these are all people know these stories, and it, it, some of them are would be fun to do, but like I'm also thinking of some that are like a little um, less, you know. Yeah, Maybe a it basically weirder. just gives us an opportunity to talk about something different, which yeah. is kind of fun. And hopefully it's yeah. fun for the listener too, um, because it is, you know, uh, an experiment, so to speak. We know like, we know that anyone who probably listens to this likes music. Yeah. And probably likes rock and roll. Hopefully. And we don't stick in the little barrier of rock and roll either. We go outside, as you've seen with our artists that we cover. Yeah. But it's... Uh, Anyway, yeah. We're, thinking, yeah, we're thinking about calling this a rock and roll rewind. Um, so we'll keep it under the Radio Keys Presents the Rock and Roll Review like podcast or whatever. But there'll be some episodes. But there'll be some episodes where it's like yeah. the rock and roll rewind no, or no something music, like that. No music, just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but us, baby. Nothing but chatting. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. let's wrap this up. Uh, the Radio Keys news is sparse. We just basically uh, got our date finalized for a recording session. And... Um, on February 22nd, we play the Starry Plow in Berkeley, in Berkeley with 20th. Roxy Rawson, yep. Lottie Da, and Tay and the Jangla Dawes. And then we play Lagunitas Brewing Company in Petaluma on the 24th. So those are our two shows coming up this month. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for us. Yeah, so drive safe or whatever you're doing. And uh, <laughs> thanks for Don't listening. Don't drive like Paul McCartney is what I'm trying to Google say. Google image all these uh, photos we've been talking about, which yeah, is what for I sure. do when I listen to a podcast. Yeah. And um, take care. And yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. We're going to keep, <laughs> we're Radio Keys. I'm Stuart. Uh, I'm Emily. And we're going to keep searching for that sweet, sweet soul, soul music. music.